Hey there, this is Therese Skelly, and I am so excited that you are going to be listening to an episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. Do you like those two words? Fiercely Brilliant. My hypothesis is that you are here for a reason. We all are. Our souls have led us on journeys that have very often taken some twists and turns, and sometimes it's not pretty. Sometimes there's struggle, and there's loss, and there's challenge, and in the middle of that, there's always the way out. And it's those times that often lead us into our great life and work. So you're going to hear stories in these episodes of myself and other beautiful people that share the journey. They share how they got to the place where they're standing, working in their brilliance and being the powerful leaders that they are. So stay tuned and enjoy this episode. Howdy, this is Therese Skelly, and you are watching another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. Woohoo! This is the place that we help you run a business based on your brilliance and actually run your life using all the gifts you were given and living out your purpose. All right, so today I want to share a story with you. The title of this podcast is called Does Your Business Make You Cry? And here's where that comes from. I had a podcast guest I was interviewing, Tish Times, actually. So if you haven't listened to Tish's episode, woo, you got to listen to that. I was interviewing Tish and I had her share her what I call journey story, right? Today, you're a very confident badass. You have a big reach. You are so solid. But where were you before? And she shared the story of having been in a really abusive relationship and having really like the moment where she kind of had to decide like, wait, I don't have to do this anymore. And so the journey story was like about confidence and how you get it and how sometimes women stay and how you need support, you know? So we were kind of, it was one of those stories. And I don't remember what question I asked her, but it was something like, why did you do that? Why do you keep doing this? And she got really teary and she basically said, because I don't want any other woman to be in this, the position I was in. It, I, every day I get out of bed. So women have confidence that they don't have to ever do that themselves. And it was really an interesting, you know, here's a quote business in, podcast interview and she's kind of crying and it was really sacred. And, I, and I've had those moments too, where when I talk about my mission and what gets me out of bed, I get really teary. It's, it's as if there's something about speaking our truth, like when we're like, oh, this is my work. It's almost like you cry because it's so beautiful and it's so big. And I don't know that you get there all the time. Like, I, like my whole thing today is, does your business make you cry? And not make you cry because it sucks or it's losing money or you're frustrated. Not those kind of tears, like truth tears. Like when it's so touching, so big, it's as if your soul is like in front of you revealing like this, this, this. So if you don't have that experience, let's talk about that. And, and this is, I'm not coming from a place of shame. I'm not trying to make you wrong. Maybe you have a beautiful scale business that's creating a boatload of money and you're happy with that. Like props to you, right? And I know that there are some, and usually the people that follow me are going to be mission driven. And what I mean by that is very often our business is our ministry, not that we're trying to convert souls, but what I mean by that is it's our work in the world. It's, it's, it's our purpose, right? And we get to live out our purpose through the service we do in our business. And so this whole point of does your business make you cry? If you tap into that, 
you can endure anything else. And that's what it was with Tish. Now I remember the conversation. You've heard me talk about, or if you haven't, keep listening. You'll hear me talk about, we often collapse, right? We set a goal. We, we're moving into our purpose. We're like, yes, yes. And then crickets, life kicks us in the head. Things go wrong. Things are difficult. And suddenly it's like, oh, God, I should just get a job. And that was the question I asked, like, what kept you going? Because it's so easy just to get sidetracked. If you're not so firmly planted in your big why, which is connected to your big mission, which is connected to the soul's purpose you have, if you're not so in tune with that, it's going to be like this for you. So I teach a lot how to stop collapsing. So here's the thing. So you kind of tap into, wow, this is what I'm supposed to do. Or this one's, you know, let's just say, I'm supposed to be a coach. Whoa, you know, we get, a little, we get a little thing. And in the beginning, we just follow the, oh, yay, I get to work for myself. Yay, I get freedom. Yay, I can make more money. Nobody tells me when I can go vacation. You know, we just have that like entrepreneurial, like escape. Like, oh my God, I'm going to start my own thing. And then it's like, holy shit, what do I do? <laughs> so sometimes, we're super, super purposeful. I think most people are like zigzaggy, right? Like, I want to do it. Oh, shit. Wait, you know, we, we kind of do that. But if you look at your life, there is a thread that has unified you. When I was in kindergarten and first grade, I would play fairies with my friend. And I was fairy Noel. She was fairy Joe. And I thought, you know, my whole life, I have been wanting to transform people and make magic. My, literally, my whole life has been in pursuit of that in different wrappers, right? Different forms. But that's been my, that's what I do. I just dig this shit. Like, this is like, rah, you know? So I guess the first thing I'm asking you is, what has been the themes your whole life? And maybe it's reflecting in your business. Maybe it's not. And if it's not, is that in part why you might feel misaligned? Why you might not feel bliss? Not that every day is blissful in business, but when it is your mission, you cannot back down. There is no plan B. There is no, well, if business doesn't work, I'll just go get a job. When it is your mission, it's like, stick it out. It's like a marriage or a very committed relationship where it's like, you know, I say to my clients, you need to put a ring on it. That means, shh. I'm not, I'm not, if it gets hard, running. So what's your mission? Here's one thing that I, I say that really, if you can think about this, so start with who is the person that you are here to serve? Who is laying there at night in pain or struggling or in doubt or fear or in need of a solution that if they just had you, their life would open up? Who is the solution that if they say, God, please, please, please send me something. Please give me a sign. Because I really believe somebody is praying for you. Now, our gremlins will tell us otherwise. The gremlins are the little voices in our head that just basically tell us the lies. And, oh, who are you? You know, like you've probably heard, well, everybody already knows that. Everybody's already done that. There's Tony Robbins out there. Why in the world should I do this? Right? And yet, on a soul level, I really believe that our people are our people. The people that I'm supposed to touch and work with 
they might have gone to a Tony Robbins thing, but I'm the one that has the magic that will unlock. So what if in your bones you knew? So let's just start there. Can you accept, can you get to the point of saying, maybe that's true? If you knew that somebody out there was literally hitting their knees or laying their head on their pillow each night going, please, please, please send me somebody, and you knew you were that person, how would you show up differently? If you knew you were an answer to somebody's prayer, how would it change things for you? What I hope it changes is that you get over your small self. You get over, oh, I can't charge that much. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be a bother. Oh, hell no. Not in this case. Right. Like I say to my clients, like if you had a cure to cancer, would you go, uh, I don't want to, I want to be pushy. I don't know. I just don't, I feel weird, you know, asking somebody. No, you wouldn't. And your solution, if it's web design or massage or hypnosis or weight loss or whatever it is, you have to value your stuff such that to your right person, it is tantamount to the cure to cancer. Right. And I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass. I just want you to get like, Oh, my work is that important to somebody. So are you making it that important to yourself? Because what happens is when I teach sales, I talk about the difference between being transactional and transformational. We focus on transaction. We focus on, can I really charge this? Um, will anybody pay that? Am I enough to do that? Like we focus on, God, that much for an hour, that much for six months. We focus on literally the transactional value of it versus the transformational aspects of it. How will they be different as a result of my work? Okay, so if you don't understand that transformational aspect, you also then can't understand that there's literally somebody praying for you. I want you to just take a moment and just tap into the place inside of you that was kind of given the gift, whatever your gift is. Can you find it? For me, it's bigger than like I could cry. <laughs> it's so much bigger than me. Can you find, whether you believe in God or life or nature or universe, to find the divine design that says, this is yours to do. And can you say yes again to it? Like literally, I have my clients like, you know, like spread out your arms, imagine you're in this field, and like life, universe, divine goes, it's yours. And you go, oh, all right. So you get this infusion of purpose, this infusion of this is your work to do. And then you imagine all those people. And very often, it comes from our stories, right? With Tish, it came from, I don't want another woman to feel the way I felt. I want to spare as many people as I can from the pain that I endured. Very often, if you have kind of an overcoming story like I do, you don't want anybody ever, ever to feel that again. And so number one, get it in you. You must understand the what, why it matters, and the who it matters to. And so when you're writing marketing copy, when you're going to do a newsletter or go networking or just, just sitting in your office doing the work, right? You're on Facebook. Instead of like, oh, what's me, 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 me. What should I say? What do I want? No, not that we can't factor ourselves in. Of course you should do that. But imagine if every day you were like, this is to reach the person that's praying for me. I'll show up for that. Because when you are so connected to that mission, it doesn't matter what goes on up here, or down here, I should say, right? This is like, this is the North Star. This is the anchor. This is the thing like, okay, 
doesn't matter. Next, doesn't matter. I can keep going. I can keep going because it guides you. It always guides you. It will not let you down. A little bit esoteric today. It's kind of deep stuff. But I know from all the clients I've worked with, the number one problem, and I do it myself, like I'm not immune, is we collapse. We're all excited one day and then we don't see the results. Or, you know, I'm recording this in the middle of the coronavirus, the pandemic. It's kind of hard to work right now. I think we're all a little blown away, right? And it would be easy just to retreat to fear. And something in me is like, no, I have to still lead. I still have to lead. I still have to help the people that are mine to help. Doesn't matter if I feel blown away. Doesn't matter if I feel scared or I'm in the you know, collective paralysis as we're kind of quarantined here. You still have to lead. You still have to get up and serve your people. So when you can get to the point where your business makes you cry, talking about why it matters. So, so that's a great question. Why does it matter? Who does it matter to? What's going to happen if your people don't get your solution? What are they at risk of? What are they going to lose? And conversely, how is their life going to be different when they get it? Oof, that shit drives me. I get out of bed every day. I put posts on Facebook. I write books. I do everything I do because I know mine to do. So I really hope you know yours to do as well. And if not, I hope my tips today have helped you formulate a way to get there. To like really like, oh, I understand that. Okay, I get it. It will inspire you to keep going. And it'll make your work life a lot richer. Okay? So I hope you've enjoyed this. And as I always say, I'd love to hear from you. Email me at ts at tereskelly.com. Let me know what you, what you got of this. And I would love, seriously, I'll write you back because I like that stuff. I would love to hear what your mission is, like why it matters. Feel free just to send me any of that stuff. I would love to have that email conversation with you. And if I can support you in any way moving forward, reach out. It would be a blessing to do so. And if you enjoyed this episode, leave a review, leave some comments, send it to a friend. All right. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye now. Much love. Hey, this is Teresa, and I'm so excited that you were with us today for another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. You know, if you are inspired to get to that brilliant place, if you heard some wisdom today that made you think, yeah, I need some help in that area, I would encourage you to have a conversation with me. Super simple. You just go to treeskelly.com forward slash let's connect. It's a no charge, no pressure conversation. And if I can support you to clear the blocks, to really step into that brilliance, oh my gosh, it would be a delight. And I'll be honest with you, we'll just have a great conversation and see where we can take it. Peace and blessings. Bye.